Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Oh, jeez, Dad, not the car again. Oh, happens all the time with old Betsy. Have you checked out Carvana yet? They have thousands of cars for under $20,000. But do those thousands of cars have personality like old Betsy? Betsy's held together by tape. And there are raccoons living in the engine. Psh, it's a family car. Uh, there are flames on the hood? Ah, custom paint job. No, Dad, the car's on fire. How many cars did you say Carvana had? Visit Carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under $20,000. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Welcome to Mystery Bible. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. We have been looking at the relationship between Jacob and Laban and his wife, Jacob, or wives, which are Laban's daughters. And we know that uh, they had escaped and Laban caught up to them. He uh, pretty much let Jacob have it and uh, say, hey, how could you treat me this way and all this kind of stuff. And Jacob explained why he did what he did. We've been through all of that stuff in the last, in the end of the last podcast. But I wanted to bring you guys, we are now at, um, in chapter 32 of Genesis. And we're going to be here for a little while because there's a lot happening here that the Bible does not go into. Uh, we're going to look at um, some of those things so that we can kind of, again, as I've been trying to do, is to give you and I, both you and I, a better picture of what's going on in these families' life uh, coming from different um, points of view. And we're looking at several books. We're looking at the book of Josephus. We're grabbing, grabbing information from the, uh, the the legend of the Jews. We're getting also from uh, the book of Yasher and the Bible and other books as well that I've, I've been grabbing information out of just to paint a full picture so that you can, I can, I can get a grasp of what's going on and see that these were simply human beings that were going through their problems just like you and I. Uh, what we are, where this is going to lead us to is to reunion of these two brothers. Uh, we are going into the reconciliation of them. How did they get there? Because it's very important because I want to paint a picture to you guys and show you God is a God of reconciliation. And uh, we are going to see the process by which these guys came back together so that you can apply it and have the reconciliation within your family and your relationship. We're going to take a break and then we'll be right back after. Welcome back to Mystery Bible as we continue looking at this family. And uh, we're going to take a look at the Bible first as our custom. And then we are going to branch off into the book of uh, Yasher and the other um, books that we're grabbing the information from so that we can look at it. Um, I want to back up a little in verse uh, in Genesis 31, the end of Genesis 31 in chapter 43 through 40, uh, to 55. We read about disagreement that is made between um, Jacob and Laban. They came together. They made an agreement after he caught up with them as um, uh, Jacob was trying to sneak away and made an agreement. And then they uh, let me tell you what the Bible says about after that. It tells us that Jacob and uh, offered sacrifice upon the mount and called his brethren to eat bread. And they did eat bread. Harry all night in the mountain and says, And early in the morning, Laban raised, rose up, kissed his sons and his daughters, blessed them, 
having departed, returned unto his place. So the Bible does not go into the behind the scenes stuff. So that is why I want to take you to the book of Yasher and see some of the behind the scenes stuff as to what was going on. Um, uh, it looks like the Bible was just focusing on the highlights, if you will. Uh, because in chapter tw uh, 32, it goes straight into Jacob prepares to meet Esau, meaning uh, he got his um, uh, uh, people to go to his brother and to find out and stuff. But there's a lot of stuff that was happening there that we want to go into because, remember, these boys hate each other. And um, the relationship with Laban, even though they had this covenant, you will see is not perfect as it looks. So let's look at the book of uh, Yasher chapter 20, 31 and we will see and so we'll take from 50 53 and Jacob and Laban offer sacrifice upon the mountain similar stuff that we read in the Bible and they ate there by, uh, by the heap and they tarried in the mount all night and Laban rose up early in the morning and he wept with his daughters and he them and he returned to his place so we're up to that part, but look what he does in addition uh, to returning to his place. And he hastened and sent off his son, Yor. So he sent off his son, who was 17 years old, a couple of his boys, um, other sons, and 10 men, and he sends them. And so let's look and see where did he send them. And they hastened and went past on the road before Jacob, and they came another road to the land of Seir. And they came unto Esau and said unto him, Thus saith thy brother and relative, thy mother's brother Laban, the son of Bethel, saying, Hast thou heard what Jacob thy brother has done unto me, who first came to me naked and bare? I went to meet him and brought him to my house with honor, and I made him great, and I gave him my two daughters for wives, and also of my maid. And God blessed him on my account. We know that's a lie. He and he increased abundantly and had sons, daughters, and maids servants. He has also an immense stock of flocks, herd, camel, and asses, also silver, gold in abundance. And when he saw that his wealth increased, he left me whilst I went to share my sheep, and he rose up and fled in secret. And he lifted his wife and children upon camel, and he led away all his cattle and property which he acquired in my land, and he lifted up his countenance to go to his father Isaac to land of Canaan. And he did not suffer me to kiss my daughters and their children, and he led my daughters as captive, taken by the sword, and he also smote my God, and he fled. And now I have left him in the mountain of Brook the brook Jabuk, him and all belonging to him, he lacketh nothing. It be thy wish to go to him. Go then, and there wilt thou find him, and thou canst do unto him as thou soul desirest. And Laban messengers came and told Esau all these things. And Esau heard all the words of Laban messengers, and his anger was greatly kindled, kindled against Jacob. And he remembers hatred and his anger burned within him. So we see that Laban now instigated this um, hatred that has been torment between these two brothers. They've been sitting there for years. And so 
he reignited that hatred that was burning within Esau. And Esau hastened and took his children and servants and the souls of his household, being sixty men. And he went and assembled all the children of Seir, the Horites, and their people, being three hundred and forty men, and took all their numbers, four hundred men, with drawn sword, and he went on to Jacob, smite him. And Esau divided his number into several parts, and he took sixty men of his children and servants, and the souls of his household as one head, and gave them his care to his son Elphaz, his eldest son. And we know this guy Elphaz has also had an encounter with his uncle once before and the bible the book of um, uh, Yasher told us it was grace God's grace that came in to his heart and caused him to do something and so now these guys are assembling against Jacob and um, it tells us that uh, Elphaz his eldest son he's in charge of a couple of uh, a remnant of his the army and the remaining head he gave to the care of the six sons of the seer Horites, and he placed every man over his generation and children, and the whole of this camp went as it was, and Esau went amongst them towards Jacob, and he conducted them speed. So he is excited, he is hot under the collar, the collar as they say, and so um, the guys got him burnt up, he's excited, and then let's see what happens with this messenger, these messengers, and so um, and Laban's messenger departed from Esau and went to the land of Canaan, and they came to the house of Rebekah, the mother of Jacob, Esau, and they told her, saying, Behold, thy son Esau has gone against his brother Jacob with four hundred men, for he heard that he was coming, and he is gone to make war with him, and to smite him, and to take all that he has. And Rebekah hastened, sent seventy-two men from the servants of Isaac to meet Jacob on the road, for she said, Peradventure Esau may uh, war in the road, and he meets him. His messengers went on the road to meet Jacob, and they met him in the road of the brook on the opposite side of the brook, the book. And Jacob said unto, uh, said when he saw them, This camp is destined me from God. And Jacob called the name of the place uh, Chirium. And um, it says that Jacob knew all his father's people, and he kissed them, embraced them, came, and they came with him. And Jacob asked them concerning his father and mother, and they said they are well. And these messengers went unto Jacob, Rebekah thy mother has sent us uh, unto thee, saying, I have heard my son that your brother Esau has gone forth against thee on the road, men from the children of Seir, the Horite. And therefore, my son, hearken to my voice, and see with thy counsel what thou wilt do. And when he cometh to thee, supplicate him, and do not speak rashly to him, and give him a present from whence thou possesses, and from what God has favored. So we see that she is giving him some advice as to how to approach his brother. And um, and when he asked thee concerning your affair, conceal nothing from him. Perhaps he may turn from his anger against thee, and thou wilt thereby save thy soul, thou and all belonging to thee. 
for it is thy duty to honor him for he is thy elder brother when jacob heard the words of his mother which the messengers had spoken to him jacob lifted his voice and wept bitterly and did as his mother then commanded and so we see that uh, the mother influence upon her son is pretty strong remember it was the mother that told him get out go to her brother's house and um, you know stay there so that this particular thing would not happen at that time and so she saved his life and so she's coming back again giving him some input as to how to approach his elder brother uh, give him the respect because he is your elder brother and how to go about doing it and talking about don't hide anything from him uh let him know um everything and hopefully he will forgive you from now. so we see that this um situation is dire we see that uh, laban had a part in it in um instigating this thing uh refreshing this uh, uh anger and hatred that is within esau and we are going to look as we take a look into this we'll get some policies and procedures you guys hear me always say that uh the bible tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of god we are new citizens within this kingdom we have to take and extract policies and procedures uh, from reading the word as we study and then apply it to our lives so that we can fulfill those policies and procedures as god directs us to do so that we can become an act behave as uh, the citizens in this new kingdom and from this story we'll gather policies and procedures by which you and i can make we can um I, I was i was trained in corporate america call it modeling so that you and i can model after extract those things so that we can bring healing to our family because many of us have dysfunctional relationship with family members with uh, spouses friends and all of these things and so as we study these family units and see the, the dysfunctionalness in them and how god is able to heal and bring reconciliation because god believes in reconciliation actually is the god of reconciliation uh, the bible tells us that he had a plan in place a before um anything was instituted so that the enemy can uh didn't know that jesus the bible tells us that it, god had designed it so that he would conquer the enemy through his death he would then have dominion over death and claim all the power and so had the enemy understood that i told you he would have never let him die um you know one of the things that within christian dome that you will see or as the body of christ that you and i are called reconciled back our relationship to um with our brothers even before we we come to god and so uh, we will see this example within this um, this relationship with these brothers, because on his way to his brother and finding out all these things about his brother, um, Jacob has an encounter with God. So you and I are called to do a few things. The principle, and let me take you to Matthew chapter eighteen, uh, verses fifteen, and and read from there on. It says, "If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his faults between you and him." alone if he listens to you have gained your brother but if he does not listen take another um uh, one or two along with you that 
in every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to uh, listen to, uh, to the church, let him be and go and just separate yourself from him. So we know that uh, the Bible tells us that you and I ought to reconcile back. And we see that also in the book of Mark. Jesus tells the people when you're coming praying um, if you have any ought against your brother make sure that you fix that first before you come to God and so um, it is a principle by which you and I are called to live by Um, and so this particular uh, um, principle as I mentioned as you and I are uh, citizens in this new kingdom we have to do the very same thing we are going to have to find those people that we have um, caused harm to, and we are going to have to come and uh, seek that reconciliation. Because the Bible tells us that God has done that to us. He has reconciled us uh, to him or, uh, through Jesus Christ, um, which is in Second Corinthians 5, 18 to 19. Now, all these things are from God, who reconciled unto himself through Jesus Christ, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And he uh, has committed to us the word of, of reconciliation. So that's a part of our living, our ministry, our life. We will see this example within these two brothers, where the uh, reconciliation uh, must take place for you and I can get our um, entrance with God as family of God. And so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a break, then we're going to come back. And what I'm going to do is just pick it up in Genesis uh, 32. We're going to read it from there first, from the Bible, because again, that is our foundation. The other books, the Bible is still the truth. The other books that bring all the other um, other pieces to it that help us to understand um, adds it. Uh, but I look at the Bible as the foundation, um, and uh, uh, we can then see it. What we're going to do, as I said, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to read chapter 32 from Genesis, and then we're going to take uh, the notes from the uh, surrounding text and blend them all together. So we'll be right back after. Back to our study. We are looking at uh, these brothers and just basically getting some insight as to how they uh, treat each other. And we saw the reconciliation between um, Laban and um, and Jacob and how Jacob, how Laban took that and started pretty much instigated a family war, if you will. And so he ignited Esau's hatred again and Esau's coming to wipe his brother out. We saw the story about his brother and, and his mother coming and talking, servants coming from his mother and telling him basically how to approach his brother um, Esau. And he does exactly that. And um, the way he does it is really fascinating. And so we're going to take a look at um, Genesis 32, and we're going to read that. This is going to take a couple of uh, podcasts because I want to go into this thing a little deeper, show you guys how to get your family reconciled back. All of us have with our family. I have it that, um, you know, I have to apply these principles as well uh, because um, it is difficult, but uh, God, with his help, we can all get this thing together. The basis by which you and I are ought to walk this life is love, period. Uh, God is love. And if we have a relationship with this God that is, is love, then the only type of 
uh, stuff that should be emanating from you and I should be love, should be forgiveness, should be empathy, should be all these things that God the Father has showed you and I. Forgiveness towards us. My God, what have we done? Yet he is able to forgive us. He's able to love us. He's able to do all of these things. And so as you and I learn these things and follow his way and his path, it is our hope that we would be, um, as I've said before, as model ourselves after God, that we have this personal relationship, we will then uh, emanate all of those things that he loves. And so family is fractured. All of us have fractured. But the principles we're going to get out of this is to bring that to God would have the victory in our family and have the glory. So we're here looking at uh, Genesis chapter uh, 2. We're going to read parts of that. Um, and Jacob went on his way. The angel of God met him, and when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host, and he called in the place um, Hanuman. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Eden, and he commanded them, saying, Thus shall unto my Esau, thy servant Jacob, as I have sojourned with Laban and stayed there until now. I have ox and asses, flocks and men servants and women servants. And I have sent tell my Lord that I may find grace in sight. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, Came to thy brother Esau, and also he cometh to meet thee and four hundred men with him. So they went out, talked to him. He's still coming. He, he's still hot on the collar, as they say. Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and the herds and the camel into two bands and said, If Esau comes to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham and God of my um, father Isaac, the Lord which sitteth unto me, return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will dwell well with thee. I am not worthy of, of all your mercies and of all truth which thou hast shown unto thy servant, for with my staff pass over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother the children. Thou saidest, I will surely do thee good, and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. And he lodged there same night, and took of that which came to his hand for Esau his brother, two hundred she-goats, and two hundred goats, two hundred ewes, and two hundred ram, and thirty millet camel, which they with their colt, forty theme, and ten bull, twenty she asses, and ten. And he delivered them into the hand of his servants. He drove himself, and he said unto his servants, Pass over before me, and put a space between dove and dove. And he commanded for the most, saying, When Esau my brother meeteth thee, and asketh thee, saying, Who art thou, and where goest thou, and who art these before thee? Then thou shalt say, They be thy servants, Jacob. It is a present sent unto my lord Esau, and behold, also he is behind. And so he's sending all of these um, sheep and all of these uh, livestock to his brother to uh, to try and placate him, trying to subside his anger. And he commanded he the second and the third and also followed. And so he's telling them, just come, keep coming, all of you guys. He broke them up. And he sent them coming one after. Behold, thy servant Jacob is behind. For he said, I will him 
with the president that goeth before me, and afterwards I will see his face, peradventure he will accept of me. So went the president over before him, himself lodged at night in company. And we see in Genesis 33, 32, it says the next chapter or the next verse, verses 22 on to 32, we see it's titles that Jacob wrestles with God. And so he's about to have a life-changing um, meeting with God because he also is a man that is uh, of deception. We know that that's who he was in his character, and he and his mother did the deception. We know that, um, as people say, karma came back, and we saw that manifested in Laban. Laban was deceptive. I was very clear about that. He says, "Don't be, don't be fooled. Whatsoever a man um, sow, that will he reap." So um, we call it karma. Uh, people call it karma, but the Bible says it's sowing and reaping. But it will manifest, and we see that. Um, in Jacob's life, he deceived his brother and got the, um, the blessing. And we see that Laban also deceived him, his daughters, and so forth. So be careful of what you're sowing uh, because you will reap. So we see that this encounter now with his with, with God that takes place, uh, verse 22. But I want to take a look at what does the other records say about two guys and about their meeting. So Let's take a look at uh, Asher chapter 32 and uh, look from this angle's vantage point, if you will, um, and see what it says, because it does house a lot of information. You know me, man. I'm doing it because I just love to. I love getting a full picture. It's kind of exciting to me. Um, you make me feel that, hey, these were just men and women like we make mistakes, and yet God is still grateful to work with us. And so, And those messengers went to Esau and found him on the border of the land of Edom, going towards Jacob. And 400 men and children of Seir and Horite were standing with drawn sword. And the messenger of Jacob told Esau all the words that Jacob had spoken unto them concerning Esau. And Esau answered them with pride and contempt and said unto him, Surely I have heard and truly I have uh, been put unto me that Jacob has done what he has done to Laban, who exalted him in his house and gave him his daughters for wives, and he begat sons and daughters and abundantly increased in wealth and riches in Laban's house uh, through his means. And when he saw that his wealth was abundant, but he, he's just rehearsing what um, the Laban's people had told him. So they came back, the messengers came back, returned to Jacob and said unto him, We came to thy brother Esau, and we told him all thy words, and thus he answered us, Behold, he cometh to meet you with hundred men. And we know that um, he began by divide all of this wealth, and he prays to God first. He says, And Jacob prayed to the Lord his God, and uh, so you and I have to do the very same thing. So we're watching this process now, okay, as we are beginning to understand the policies and procedures by which we are going to reconcile our family. And we have to do this in every situation. So uh, we see that this man now is uh, taking the word of God. God. Remember, God had promised him something. So He's now reciting back to God what he had said in his prayer. Jacob prayed to the Lord his God and said, O God of my father Abraham and Isaac, thou did say unto me when I went away from my father's house, saying. And so he went and pulled back God's word which God had promised him. You and I have to do the very same thing 
in every situation that comes into our life. We have to, and I've said this over and over, there is no temptation that is known to man that God has not given a scripture on, that you and I have to go as you and I look into this, um, into the, the document, the legal document. Like when there's a case before, uh, you know, it comes up, the paralegal and the, the judge and the, the lawyers, all of these guys are in the caseload studying to see if there's any precedent. Um, you know, this trial that took place before, what was the result and all of these different things. And so we know that the Bible is full of that stuff. So as you and I study the word and we then locate if there's anxiety, don't find scripture promises like this man um, did. He went and he started reminding God of his word. He says, wait a minute. You remember when I was coming out and you said that you will you will establish your word and give me riches. You remember all of that stuff? And the same thing you and I have to do. You said in your word that, um, that Christ died for me and that he became a person so that I am free from... And you begin to use those words because the Bible tells us, God says, God is not a man that he should lie. So then when you and I are minding him of his word, he says, come, let's read together. Um, the psalmist says, um, remember the word that thou hast, thy word that thou hast caused me to put my hope in. And so um, Jacob is doing the same thing. He is bringing God to his word. And he says, you got to help me in this situation because you made some promise. And so you and I have to do the very same thing as we are going to walk through this um, particular podcast. There's a lot about um, about reconciliation because I want to, it's going to take me another one and hopefully it'll be just one more podcast and not a, a third one. I want to talk about this reconciliation process. It's really important because it deals with, number one, being reconciled back to God and we also reconciling back to people in relationships. And I want to take examples in the Bible, Esau and uh, Jacob is one example. Another um, is Joseph and his brothers are an example. They were reconciled back after they sold him uh, to, you know, to the Egyptians and so forth. So the Bible is interested and God is interested in reconciliation. And he had devised a plan to reconcile us back to him um, after, it says, before the foundation of the earth was put into place. So I want to take the time and go through and show you guys the process by which you and I need um, apply some of those so that we can uh, get our desired outcome. We have to reconcile. Comes first. We got to reconcile with God. We that he begins to reconcile with God. We know that after that reconciliation with God, we get a um, revelation from Him, and uh, we must uh, do this from our heart. From you know, desire this. We need to also understand that we have to come in prayer. Is another principle we know that we have to, that the process of reconciliation that deals with humility. Uh, we have to be in a humble space to do that. We need to be vulnerable before the people that we are uh, trying to reconcile. Um, there's forgiveness in that process of reconciliation. So there's a lot of stuff, man, within that process of reconciliation. It's just a nice word. It's a painful process, but it is a rewarding process. And so. Um, you guys um, are going to have to follow me and come back because we are going to tackle this and go deeper um, as we see what is happening with his family. But 
see that um, uh, he begins to lay a couple of things down. He begins to remind God of his promise. And once he reminds God of his promise, um, we know that uh, the Lord sent angels um, to, to be the mediator to talk. Uh, with um, Esau and stuff like that, because the serious man, he will do everything possible to protect his people. You don't play. Um, a natural father will do the same. So um, the Bible tells us that God is them to take the heathen and put them in place for us. So God is serious. We have to remember he is a father and we are his children. And the the earth is the fullness of and, and everything in it is his. And every person on this planet, Bible tells us, even the heart of the meaning every human being heart is in the hand of my father father and the bible says he can turn it like he turned the book accomplish his will his will he has a pen for your life because he told us that he and so our responsibility is to ask him what that is so that he can direct our path so we're going to take a really good look into these guys because one of the very first thing we see that he does jacob um, begins to pray and he begins to pray and remind God of his word he begins to pray the word just like you and I have it says um, are you not the God of my father Abraham and God of Isaac my father and you said unto me um, so you and I do the same we find those scriptures say do you not say that you are the God that he did you not promise me said I sent my word and healed did you not say that you provide my did you not say and so that's the type of relation we have because that kingdom that we're part of has a different supply chain and the kingdom of dark we just live here the supply chain that we make the demand on and of and from is from god's kingdom and his kingdom is the bible says he owns all of it so he owns this other kingdom that is out there the cattle and all of it so he can send angels he can bring food from heaven he can do all kinds of things done it but he could split the sea he can look guys this is our god who has the heaven so we're going to look into this because like i said there's a lot I really want to go into it but i'm just building the foundation with the remaining time that i have you guys started with that prayer and that he prayed the word he reminded out of what god said so god had god have said things you and i so we need to go out and remind him just like man did we are going to model ourselves when you model yourself after tension um building wheel you're modeling it so to get the very same result recreation our family and we are separated from them and so to learn how we so um, I want you guys to join me in the next podcast. We're going to leave it here at this one. And we're going to pick up next week from uh, these guys when everything, when the angels came and so forth with the brothers, how that meeting come about, his encounter with God, Jacob's encounter with God, God encounter with Esau. Because as I mentioned to you, part of the king. So we know then that Esau's heart in God's hands. So we have to take a look and see what God does to him as well as what God does to Jacob. So um, I want to thank you guys for following me on this podcast. Thank you all those that are supporting me financially and I pray for you and your family. I pray that God will always show you who you are in Jesus Christ. Guys, a lot of work to do on this planet. We still have to fulfill Isaiah's one with uh, when Jesus dropped off, then he leaves that. That's the rest that you and I have to said that in the, the Bible says that uh, until this kingdom, you know, is not going to come. So we have to preach of God. And so I want to thank you guys for following me. 
uh, subscribe, port, and tell people. Share it and so that we can grow together and learn who we are in Christ so that you and I can gain this world. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.